everybody so you already know i'm coming with another interview today i'm interviewing pa the famous pa from trinity cbc every month me and him collaborate to come up with the new giveaway so today we're giving away no i'm just playing today we're not giving away anything but we're giving away our hearts bro yeah our hearts and our time you know but i wanted to make sure to have him on the three-year anniversary episode because he's i feel like He's been very important, not only to the show, but also to me. Like, I think we've grown, like, since we I've had him on, like, we've grown, like, as friends. You know, we've been pretty, yeah. like, we we at least hang out at least once a month. Or we, we did before, like, this whole COVID-19 situation. But we yeah. would get lunch. We would talk. And, like, we've shared a lot. So I, I think yeah. it was very important for me to have him on the show. And I kind of want to, I copied his style. Um, you guys don't see the watch, but I kind of got to watch just so I could look like him a little. <laughs> all right, all right. But, but yeah. So, like I said, I wanted to make sure to have him on, not, not because he's been a, a personal influence, not just for the show. Whenever I have a question, whenever something bothers me, I make sure to talk to him, and he gets me out of that 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 spot that I'm in. So, um, you're very important to me, dude. So, thank you for doing this to, for me and for coming on the show again. I know it was a hassle the first time I had to convince you. Like, it took me, like, six months to have you on, but it only took me, like, a couple, like, 30 minutes to have you on this episode. So I feel you might feel the same way about me. So thank you, man. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, definitely. I value you as a person. I'm so thankful to grow with you in the last year and a half since I first was invited on the podcast. Uh, You've been a tremendous friend, a, a great ally in our business. Um, you know, as I said to you on your podcast, you know, we were, when I was in high school in junior high, we would talk about Wilmington. We would talk about the city and we were talking about you without even knowing you. We were wondering when Wilmington will be in the spotlight. We were wondering when there'll be someone to shepherd and to share the stories of entrepreneurs, of lawyers, of artists. And we didn't know it was you. And so I'm just so thankful to to talk about you before I even knew you. But now just in this last year, growing with you, being invited to your home, you, you coming to my place and just really sharing and doing life together. It's, it's like a, it's such a wonderful pr- privilege for me. And I'm just really thankful, man. Like one of the things you didn't share was, um, you know, for those who are listening, Angel is, is so generous. And on 
Christmas, he came over, he dropped off gifts. Um, as you know, he and I have collaborated at least three times, giving away uh, items back to the city, into people's hands. And it, it's really all driven by the generosity of Angel's heart, the love that he has for the city, how intentional he is in his giving. So I just want to thank you, bro, for giving of your time and kicking it with me. And lastly, amid the Corona thing, bro, like, dude, you're, you're a frontliner, bro. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's like, why I, uh -huh. I try not to go to your house too often. Cause like, <laughs> I, I, like, usually I come straight from work. So I'm like, yeah, like, honestly, like I'm trying to like, I'm trying to go home and clean, like wash myself. <laughs> I don't want to like give you something, you know, I know you're, I mean, you're doing great things. I don't want to stop that, you know, just because I want to see you for a little bit. Yeah, you better you better wash that mic, bro, and uh, sanitize those ear ear things you got going on your headphones. Every day, man. Like I make sure clog swipe and this just put some space on lights on, and we're good. And so, is uh, is the panic still alive? We're uh, we're about uh, nearly three months into the quarantine. Are people still panicked for toilet paper and for other items uh, such as sanitizer? Well, at my store, we don't really get toilet paper that much. So let me so, ask you, bro. Let me ask you real quick, because I, 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 this is something that's been on my heart. Mm -hmm. If someone is listening to your show right now that was maybe hoarding toilet paper two months ago or is currently on a stockpile of toilet paper right now and they're your guest, what do you have to say to them right now? Like I, I would say, like, find a way to... I don't need it or find yes, somebody man, that needs yeah, it. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I mean, you could go to Costco. But see, the thing is, like, honestly, like, you could go to Costco and Sam's Club. Yeah. But if you need to have the business account, because yes. they open the, the they open Costco and Sam's Club for businesses first. So they get the first pickings at toilet papers and stuff and right. napkins and stuff. So once they open it to the public, to like just regular people, all that stuff is gone because right. like the companies went and got there, like they got money. So they're going to buy in bulk on top of buying in bulk. You know, they're going to buy high like quantities. So like, cause I've, I've tried going and I, I can't find toilet paper at like Sam's Club at my store. Hey bro, I got you, bro. If, if you're listening to the show right now and you have a stockpile of toilet paper, I'm asking you right now to bless Angel with some toilet paper so that he has <laughs> to hook me up. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. And also too, if you're listening to Angel's show and you follow us on our Instagram handle and, and you're, you're following us, I'm telling you as my customer, as a friend, as a homie, don't hoard the toilet paper, man. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of families and newborn parents that need that toilet paper, bro. Especially like our grandparents, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like my grandma, bro, she hasn't, she has, she lives right there on Bayview, Bayview and L between Denny uh -huh. and L and, um, she hasn't been out, you know what I mean? And, and, uh, so we, we occasionally, we have to share the workload, my family and they bring her supplies. Mm -hmm. So she needs that toilet paper, bro. So I guess the other question I have is, you know, there was this frenzy in March and in May to purchase, go out and buy the needs to kind of bunker down and to kind of nest at home. And we're thinking about July and summer. What, what do you think mental health is right now? Like where is mental health with, with hoarding? And do you think that there's a level of wanting to give back, you know, in the month of July? Look, honestly, the, the problem yeah. is because like 
people this is like a lot of us it's our like we've never been through this before right we didn't know what to expect so when you think quarantine you think i'm gonna be locked down for like we don't know how long and then obviously you don't want to wipe your ass with like your your um, your socks or your shirts you want to wipe your butt with toilet paper right so i think that's what happened because people thought that oh we're not going to be allowed to go out at all so that's why like this whole frenzy everything rules about like money rules everything so people thinking you know they're trying to hoard that stuff so they can resell it and you saw that people were on amazon like selling like like a little bottle of hand sanitizer for like 30 bucks 40 bucks like upselling it up that's taking advantage and yeah people aren't thinking about those that actually need it you know like water like babies need like that distilled water you know like people like they're going through dialysis they need they need that water for their machines and the, the what people care about is money to tell you the truth like that's the thing that that rules like right now you're seeing people are going back to work is it too soon angel the, see the thing is the companies that like your bar like my boss is covered you know like my company's boss boss they're covered they got they got i mean they're covered money wise but us that we we're depending on that check to check right we're not being taken care of you know in the beginning like my manager he didn't even want us to wear masks they had to make Whoa. it a state like a state the state had to make it mandatory for him to be like, okay, you guys could bring in, but he said you guys could bring your own mask. He wasn't providing masks for us. Right. So until like we, we started, like we started calling the union and they, they, they had to like call the company and be like, hey, our, the workers aren't being, they're not being taken care of. So the thing is like, they're not going to spend the money if they don't have to, you know? Right. The thing you have to do is we all have to come together. Like right now we're all apart. Like people don't know, like they want to stay at home because they're like, they're, they're safe at home. And, but the other people, mm-hmm. they feel like their rights are being t- like taking, like being took t- from them. Like they're being ripped right. from them. So the, the thing is like, we just need to inform ourselves, like to see like what, what's the real deal? Like, what is it as bad as we think it is? Okay. Cause like, like the like people are comparing it to the flu like oh the right. flu is much worse but you got to think about it like the flu doesn't hit as hard so fast you know and then at least we have medication for the flu like right now right. like the, the whole issue wasn't about not like you dying the issue was like we need those beds for like people that are having heart attacks women that are going into labor like emergencies like if those beds are take, like somebody's taking that bed from somebody that actually has an emergency Right, like, like, this could be prevented, you know, like, right, getting, like getting COVID, like you could prevent that by like taking care of yourself, washing your hands, covering yourself, you know. But like right. having a heart attack, like, you can't really prevent that. You don't know when it's gonna happen, you know. Or, or like going into labor, like the same thing, like, like you're going through it for nine months and then boof, this happens, you know. Right. Like that was that's unexpected, but. Like that bed that like that your wife, your sister, your daughter, whatever, like could take like now somebody else is taking it because they're being an asshole because they wanted to go to the beach. Like right. you gotta say your priorities, you know, like okay, us like not going to the beach for this summer. Right. Like you could like okay, I could I could stay at home for this summer and let let this die down, let let let, let the research go through and get a medication or at least something that could help us just in case you know um right prevent us from getting like we know that if we just take like wash our hands like our sanitary as possible like we right. will like we'll we won't get it right 
like yeah so i don't know man i think i just went on a big ass rant but you did but i enjoy it so you did you did a, <laughs> um there there was a lot of content there and i slowly want to uncover those kinds of little stones mm -hmm. um what role in your three because you know we're marking three years of celebrating your podcast there's been a lot of learning for you but now you're in a conversation that's very important now because everyone has a podcast everyone has things to say mm -hmm. but i think for you as we celebrate that three-year mark what do you find yourself thinking about and that you want to tell your listeners amid corona that you think they should walk away from like learning this new profound thing that you're that you're about to share now i think that to like take care of yourself right now like we're all at home and we have time to do things that we we're leaving like for later right like yeah. a lot, everybody like we're living in this rat race like we're all trying to make money we're all trying to live blah 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 but now that like, we're all forced to stay at home like now we get we could read a book learn something that you've been leaving off for another day um maybe men relationships that like dang bro men relationships bro go in bro yeah like <laughs> Yeah, like, 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 I gotta learn how to people. say, I gotta learn how to say these, uh, this very simple phrase, and uh -huh. it involves two words. All it right. goes like this I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, bro. Yeah, I mean, I think like this helps us with self reflection, you know, yes. like, having this time really makes you think, like, are these issues, like, these things that we're fighting over, like, are they that big of a deal, or can we just, there's other issues that are bigger, like our health. Like, yes. like somebody like like you know like let's say like a like your cousin your brother like you're fighting with them and they get COVID that you just lost your brother your your your, your whatever your this important person to you at or just because of a, a fight that maybe you were stubborn or maybe like this could have been prevented you could have like you could have mended the relationship but because of your pride you didn't do so. You know, right. like you, there's a bigger things going on where you should let go a little bullshit that it's not going to improve your life. You know, like if it's also like if there's relationships that aren't helping, like maybe it's time for you to move on. Maybe like you just need this time to think, work on yourself, you know, like you're all alone with your thoughts. See what, how you can improve your own life, you know, not no, worry no. about the next person. So I, I, I hear you loud and clear on that. And I think that's very important. Like, huh? you know, looking honestly inward, examining your mind, body, and spirit to improve your health. Where is the balance between helping the neighbor or the friend that needs help, but because we're in like quarantine, we're not able to help. Like, so what's the balance between, hey man, I, you're my homie, I love you, I wanna help you, or, you know, how, how do we focus or like think about our own self and you know as you talked about killing the pride saying i'm sorry connecting with relationships that have gone bad mending those relationships but then where is the balance between i really need to be selfless and help my neighbor how, how do we do that how, how how can we do both at the same time well you got to figure out if it's worth it because you can't help everybody you know you could like extend your hand like to people and then they might not want your help you gotta think about it if it good yeah if they want it like i mean obviously offer it but you can't 
make them take it. You know, you can't give well, it asking to them. someone if they need help. Like, so maybe asking them might be the first step. Do you need yeah. help? Do you yeah. need toilet paper? Do you need a hug? Yeah, well, yeah. maybe not a hug. Yeah, yeah, a virtual hug. You know, at least. <laughs> or but but the the, the, most, the most important thing is reaching out. You know, you asked me about mental health. That like yeah. that, I think that's the most important thing. Reach it. Reach out to somebody. You know, reach out. See how they're doing. You know, like a lot, of, like I said, people are alone. You know, sometimes they're alone with the thoughts and you don't know what they're going on, you know what's going on, what they're going through. Sometimes you just need somebody to talk to. So reaching out, like feeling that somebody cares about you, it's the, it's like a whole thing. Like it'll, it'll change everything for you. Like feeling, having that feeling like, okay, at least somebody's checking up on me and this person really cares for me. It'll help you work on yourself. Like, it'll maybe inspire that. You'll just inspire that person to work on themselves and to actually, like, want better for themselves because they know that you're there for them, you know? Like, okay, well, like, Paul's counting on me, you know? Like, I'm going through this, but, you know, what, Paul, like, sometimes you're, you might be the only person they have or they might be the only person you have. And then, like, man, Paul's counting on me. Like, I need to do this for Paul or whatever, you know, whoever whoever um, you're gonna do this for but you just gotta think about i mean extend the help but if they don't take it you can't take that personal either because yeah if someone know, is listening to your show now and they want help would you if they asked you hey angel i'm kind of going through this issue are you able to help me find resources is that something that you do in in your in your uh, activities as a podcast host yeah like i I have Alejandra, Alejandra from um, Latinx yeah. Therapy. If you need like you need somebody to talk to about therapy, like uh, like there, there's somebody like you, like you're a spiritual person. I'm sure if they need like some guidance in like religion or like talk about like maybe they just need somebody to talk to about the Bible or religion or like maybe whatever they're going through, they need faith in their their life. Like you're the perfect person. Like in my book, you're like the perfect person to send them to. You know. Sure. Um, I like for me. I just I'll lend the ear if you need any help. Uh, I'll I'll do everything I can in my power to find that help for you. You know, obviously I can't make you take the help though. I'll find it for you, but yeah. it's up to you to reach out and to actually get it. You know, I can't make you like get the help. Yeah, and I think that uh, I think as you say that, Angel, I really believe that. You know, you're very passionate, and I love that about you. And you're very holistic when it comes to thinking about helping others and how you bring on guests into the show. And that really comes through. I, I, you know, there's no shortage of podcasts to listen to, but I really feel like you are one of the hosts that will actually do something if we needed help. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad because I will like, like the offers. <laughs> I said, let me borrow 20 bucks. I got, I got you right now. I'll <laughs> you, I'll sell you, whatever. Yeah, man, I'll drive you right now. I'll take it to you. I'll hey, give bro, you cur- curbside, bro. Curbside yeah. drop off. You need 20, I'll give you 40, bro. Uh, that's but. nice. All right, listeners, it, just kidding. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, because, you know, honestly, like, I needed help and people helped me when it came to the show. You know, I needed, like, money to keep the show on going. And like people like donated to the GoFundMe and like that made me feel good because I needed people at that time. You know, like I was like negative on my account, you know, for a little bit. I had to depend on my my girlfriend to, you know, like bail me out sometimes. And like now, like like with this, like with the stimulus check and like working more, like I, I, you know, I started working more because like 
there was more of a need for me to put more hours because like we needed to stock the store so I, I was making more money than I would usually make and that all that really helped like for me like not to be messed up but COVID was like kind of a little blessing in a way when it came to finances okay because like like I don't I'm not spending as much money as I would before because I'm not going out yeah and I'm putting more hours because we need to make sure the store is stocked sure so like I, like I was able I'm able to pay my bills like more because I'm not and I have a little bit more money I'm able to save a little bit because like yeah. I'm not spending as much as I was before so yeah. like so Angel if someone re- if someone is going to receive their stimulus check are they able to uh, take a portion of that check and donate a little bit of you know 10 15 5 dollars of that check to your podcast yeah, I'm and definitely. How, how would they do that? How would they do that? Would they, would they go on your website? Would they? So I have a. You could. I'll give you my Vetmo, Vietmo, or how do you say it? Vetmo. Venmo. Yeah, I also have a GoFundMe. If you want a Zelle, I'll give you the Zelle. Like, but, like, and um, I do also like I do donate. So right now, um, for Dude. Pride Month, um, I I have the LGBTQ T-shirt. So a portion of the sales from that like so i sell it through teespring and whatever money i make from that shirt i'm gonna donate it to a lgbtq organization so um so far i've only you know like i've only sold two shirts but i've donated that money and also around christmas yeah around christmas time um for every review that people leave i'll donate five dollars to um angel border angels so nice you know, like around christmas time is like i feel like people are it's a season of giving right so I, what i do is i try to donate like money that month as much as i can like like the last time i like i think last year was only uh, like i don't end up donating close to 200 dollars. you know awesome bro so, now tell I mean, us tell us like you know for for those listening that are maybe more hesitant maybe we don't have as much the blessings of giving and donating you know, what, what do you tell yourself to encourage you or to inspire you to give? Mm-hmm. So, like, um, is there a thought or a phrase that you, like, listen to that, like, hey, man, I'm going to listen to this and I'm going to give. You know what I mean? Honestly, no. It's just from past experiences. So, I came to this country with nothing, pretty much. So, I came from Mexico. Yeah. And I only had, like, two pairs of shirts and two shorts. And I didn't have, we didn't have a bed, we didn't have a TV, we didn't have anything. I didn't know English, so I, I couldn't communicate with anybody. And I just think of those times where I wanted something, but I couldn't have it because I didn't have the money or we didn't have the means. And I didn't really have, I, I would make get made fun of because I would wear the same clothes to school. Yeah, I remember time. you I remember you sharing that in the first uh, 12 episodes of your podcast. Yeah, and so I remember those things like, like I like that's that's a horrible feeling like wanting something yeah. not being able to have it and now that I mean I have the means I have a job and I have a little extra money and if I could like help somebody out bless them with like a meal or like if they want like prom I paid for somebody's prom last year or two years ago oh, it's amazing. Um, yeah like if I could like donate something or if I could help in any way like I'm gonna do that because I have a little extra and I mean as long as I have enough like to get by like I'm, right. I'm willing to help somebody you know like it's good I don't know I like I just remember those times you know where I needed somebody and somebody came through and helped me out and it's like my way I guess of like put like pushing it forward 
Uh, yeah, pay, paying it forward. Yeah. Yeah, paying it forward. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah, like I love past that experiences. Yeah, I, I, yeah, just, I love that about you. Yeah, man, thank you, dude. And I mean, like you're one of the givers, like the like the people that co- co- collaborate the most because you give, you love to give yourself. Like I know you yeah. donate your money to like our organizations in Wilmington, and yeah. your your like your coffee, you donate your coffee to businesses. You know, like yeah. I think that's why we get along so well because like our part is to help people. You know, not just um for like we know that we're gonna have enough. Like we're confident in that. But also, like, uh, we like there's a side of us where we need to fill it with giving. You know, we like, just love to give and give and give. And that's a right. part of us that's very important that, like, we don't want to let go of. And it's important, very important for us to share with people and to give that little bit that we do have. Yeah, that's really good. Now, I guess my other question is because we're in Corona and there's certain businesses that are making a lot of money through this time, especially those that are manufacturing and selling of sanitation equipment, hand sanitizer, toilet paper, groceries and food, you know, these necessities, right? Mm-hmm. Is there an opportunity for us to hold those people more accountable to give more, right? So during uh, the first two months of Corona, I uh, was growing very sad and um, alarmed at the level of breweries here in LA and the, the other specialty coffee shops Los Angeles not really giving and or helping their local community. I was really surprised that while these places, breweries and coffee shops specifically have served as cornerstones to our daily activities and wanting us to support them, they were not helping anyone. Is there, and I kind of see, still see that behavior, but aside from that, like those are companies right now making a lot of money, should we be holding them to a higher standard to be giving to the community? I mean, definitely, like, like your money is your, your, I mean, your money is basically your power, you know, like, the economy can't, like, if you don't spend money, the economy doesn't go, and then businesses aren't gonna, like, remain, you know, so look at the people that are helping, you know, look at the people that are doing things for others, not just to grow themselves, you know, a lot of, like, I see the companies just, advertising and like oh yeah we're here for you and we're all on this together but honestly like are you like because i don't see you doing anything for anybody else but right. yourself in, you in our in the coffee and beer um culture they call that community but that community that word it it, it means different things to different people uh-huh. yeah well i mean to me communities people coming together and yeah. like helping each other out like i don't know well whatever how they mean it but that's how i take it so to me it's like like once this whole thing is done and we're able to go out a little bit and and use our like spend our money like how we want it because obviously we all want to go out to eat to restaurants actually sit down and not have to wear a mask so look at the people that actually help you like the one thing that like the one thing that bothers me so much is that you're willing to like spend like and support and like like the Kardashians, for example, with their makeup right. lines and and um like their sh- like Kanye West with the shoes, they're so expensive. Jordan with the shoes, he makes them at a sweatshop. You know, like all this stuff. Like you're willing to spend right. hundreds of dollars on these things, but your homie that has, has a dream is actually trying to like you know him. Like you don't know Kim, you don't know Kanye, but you know Paul right here. He's right. trying to like make his living through his passion. You know, and you're not willing to help him, like, put 20 bucks, like, 
to support to buy a bag of coffee you're but you're willing to go to starbucks and spend that money that you could use on a, a better bag of coffee you're only gonna get a cup there but with paul you're actually gonna get like a whole bag and on top of that you know where it's coming from like he puts where what what like what country it comes from he right he he, he gives you beans or he will hold granny for you like like starbucks won't do that for you like it's more personal <laughs> you know like, like or coffee bean or whoever like it's with him at least you know the you know the person behind the company like you yeah. don't know who like the ceos and the, all these the board of directors for starbucks or whatever company you know big big company like what is starbucks doing like i don't see them doing anything but paul is donating to the community you know and then but these companies donate to the community just so they don't have, they don't have to pay taxes so, right and there, is then, that, there is that now i do have another question because it, this is something that i've been thinking about uh-huh. and i haven't shared it with a lot of people but i wanted to get your feedback as we um think about quarantine but I also want you to think about mental health when I ask this question. Okay. So here's the question. So many people are encouraging us to go out to invest in the economy. Mm-hmm. You said it, you're saving money, you're you're having to stay at home because you're complying with the state mandates. And there's another group of people that want to go out, they're stir crazy. I totally get that, right? Mm-hmm. But do you think the desire for us to go out to buy is that or to have these experiences especially those that are millennials right this the experience is everything to them right is is that really uh important to our mental health that we must go out and consume to jump start the economy again is that really important should should we maybe not even think about that like why is there such a, a push for people to tell us to go out and go to their brewery or go to their coffee shop, go to the restaurant to um, consume, to get the economy going again. Is that really the right way to see this situation? And, and where does our mental health come into that? Cause everyone always argues, hey, don't be a consumer, don't be a consumer. But now they're saying consume, consume, buy, 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 spend, spend, spend. Is that really healthy for us during this time? Well, some people are materialistic, so that's the way they express love or they feel love or joy. Ah, okay. So, and I feel that's who they target, who they're targeting, like spend your money with us. And they know that a lot of us are going to work or, you know, essential workers are going to work and money and they're just sitting on it. They're like, they're not, they can't go anywhere and spend it. So yeah, but you got to look at who was asking you. You know, like if it's a small, like, like Paul, the small businesses, obviously they need to thrive. Like big businesses are going to stay. They've been, they've done, they've they've been, they've, um, they've been through this before and they're going to get through it then. But also like, there's like airline companies, like you could tell like, like our money, we're going to bail them out. Like if you want to fly, we're going to have to bail them out. And you got to think about it. Why should we bail them out? You know, like they're not really providing anything for us. Like, yeah, we're flying, but other than that, we're not, they're not doing anything for us. Banks, like, in the interest rates are so high, you know, like, they're not really looking out for us. Right now, they're telling, oh, yeah, you, you don't have to worry about it, but they're going to tax you either way. You know, the interest rate is going to go up. 
you know they're gonna get their money one way or another like right now they, they don't want to seem like assholes because they know now not everybody has it but they're you think they're gonna not get their money they're gonna get their money one way or another it's either not through you but you're gonna get taxed you're gonna get a bailout but as far as mental health like if that's your way of of taking care of yourself maybe spend it with companies that are for the people they're actually giving back to the community you don't need to buy it from like sephora like there's smaller companies that are actually gonna you just said the word that you lost you lost just half of your customers who who buy that those products <laughs> what oh sephora? you said you said, a, you said a, a brand name that a lot of people support so, sephora uh, i don't want to say the word <laughs> like banks no no let's continue let's continue yeah well i mean just look at the people that are helping out like look at those people and as if you need to like if your way of like taking care of yourself is spending money then i mean that's that's your way you know i can't tell you how to spend your money right i can also can't tell you who you spend it with right I mean, you're i think you're a big boy if you make money and then you're uh, and you're entitled to spend it however you want i'm nobody to tell you that right but just i mean look out for the smaller guys you know the people actually are that are in need of your business like big companies are gonna stay big, you know, no matter what. Like once th this is whole thing is done, it's gonna remain. Why? Because they're exploring their business to cut to like countries where the 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 um the pay rate is so low that they could like keep making a bunch of like shoes right. at like at nickels, you know, like fifteen cents a pair or like the five cents a pair, you know, like but but like companies that are in the U.S. or like like in in the country like. They actually need that money more than the bigger companies. So yeah, is there need... is there a uh, is there a future for small businesses after Corona? Uh, that's a tough one right there. Like, or should we just buy all our stuff from Target and Amazon? Uh, no, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Honestly, I don't think you should buy from Amazon. Um, everything it's really like they raised their rates so high, and they're not really taking care of the their their their, their employees. You know. Yeah, I hear horrid stories about the drivers and that experience. It's, it sounds very uh, troubling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you can, look for somebody that has the same products or similar and support them that are, like, in a smaller scale, you know, because, like, all, all small businesses hope to get to that point where they could expand and become bigger, you know? Right. So help them out, you know? They actually, you think about it, they're the ones that ha that they want their kids to go to college. They're the ones like that money. If you spend it in the, like, the community, that money stays in the community. Yeah, and it's the good. It's gonna grow that way. You know, if you want your, like your community to be better, then you gotta keep the money where you're at. You know, in order for the, your whole community to grow. But if you're sending your money to big companies, like they're just gonna be, get bigger and bigger and bigger, and you're not gonna see any change that way. Yeah, that's really good, Angel. Now, speaking of business, you, uh, in addition to you being a frontliner worker, frontline worker, um, boots in the ground, putting yourself at risk, serving the community, you have your three-year celebration of your podcast. But at a certain point, you were an entrepreneur yourself. You were at a one point on that cusp of breaking into this new venture as a small business owner for your coffee, your, pardon me, not your coffee business, your ice cream business. Oh yeah. <laughs> Tell us more about where you are with ice cream. I stopped. The last time I made it was, I think I gave you some or that was I, the last time I got, 
I'm honestly like that's not where my mind is right now making ice cream. I do wanna. I've been thinking about it lately, but I'm really not doing that. I'm trying to stay like focused on the show since yeah. I was in the border of like for some reason when like whenever we're close to like the anniversary episodes, yes. I'm about to like lose it all again. Like I'm about like to end the podcast all over. I don't know what that why that is, but they're like I was more focused on keeping this alive, like keeping the show on going because. Like, I didn't know how I was going to bring people on the show. And now right. I'm starting to figure that out. And adapting to this whole, like, now I only have 40 minutes to interview somebody. It's, like, before it was unlimited time. You know, I could spend as much time and talking bullshit. But now it's like, I got to go direct. So sure. finding now how I'm going to do that, like, finding, getting used to that, like, just going straight for the, like, for the information. Not, like, not bullshit as much. Like, right. I, I'm learning how to do that, you know, more. So... And Angel, what you said something that strikes my my ear. You said uh, your mind is not focused on that right now. Referring uh-huh. to the ice cream, where is your mind focused at right now? Uh, growing the show, like the show. Uh, like people are guessing me up to tell you the truth. Like people are telling me how important this show is, and it is. it's really important. I, I feel like I need to focus, put a little more focus on this, put a little bit more time. Good. Um, finding find out how I can improve the show. Like, I'm going to ask you, like, how do you think I can improve this show? Well, I think it's uh, being consistent. So I think uh, your hard work and your sacrifice will improve the show. You do, as you said it, you have to have, you have to believe in the F word, which is focus. So you have to have a a strong amount of focus to grow your show. and so I think it's though it's a variety of those kinds of things, but and then the other thing that's super important for you to grow the show is to really give of yourself through the show. So you're doing a lot of giving, you're doing a lot of collaborations. We've been uh, super excited to be involved with you during that process of collaborating with you and giving. Um, I think the more that you put yourself in the front line of the show as you have been i think people will resonate with that and it will grow well i hope so because i am putting more time in also starting a new one because i like i guess i just need to keep busy a little bit you know um right well like my- well angel I, I do have a question because i did i do remember asking you this at our first at our favorite burger restaurant in the harbor area which <laughs> is how are you measuring growth you said you want to grow the show. How are you? How are you quantifiable, quantifiably measuring that growth? I guess the reach of the show, like okay, exactly who I'm impacting. I guess okay, like, I'm basing it off of the people that reach out to me. Like that's that's who I'm doing it because the numbers on Instagram and the numbers of my plays don't add up. You know, like, they don't like no like people like to see me and like to see my guests. They like the pictures. They like, but they actually they won't go listen to the show. Like that's how I measure it. Like reach and place. I don't look at the numbers as much. I just Good. I want to make sure that it, it is growing. Like not in the sense like oh man like I only got like five like eighteen plays. No like okay is this episode like am I improving? How could I also look, how could I improve? I go back and I listen to it like. Right. Some episodes I can't like can't believe like the person sat for that long of a time letting me talk to them because I'm like man like I can't even listen to it anymore you know right what yeah. is now what is the future of podcasts amid Corona Every, it seems like everyone has podcasts now and 
I'm not sure if everyone is worth listening to, but uh, everyone is empowered by having a narrative voice and then giving uh, an opportunity for others to be heard and to give them voice. But for you, what do you think the future is for podcasts? Um, I think like everything, like like um, like for comedy, there was a yeah. big boom. There was a, like a big like stand-up boom. Like the people that are gonna stay around are the people that are relevant or that actually have something to say because everybody has a podcast but now everybody has something to say or yeah. that's worth being heard you know right and and i think there's also this other paradigm too that i think it might be uh just as important is the host's ability to connect with their audience right mm -hmm. and i think that's really important too yeah and then also it shows like if you're doing this for yourself for vanity or for popularity like it shows like that you're just on doing this for yourself and not for others and if the listeners are actually like trying to help and they're seeing that the host is just trying to help himself then yeah. that's also going to be something that like they're going to get turned off by because they're like oh well you just want you want to be famous you don't really care about the person that's coming because either you keep interrupting them or you keep just talking about yourself or like that your like your topics aren't really like you're talking about things that don't make any sense you know like i wonder like if i bring you on i'm gonna make sure i'm gonna stay on topic that something that you're gonna like um that's gonna benefit you you know like yeah if they want to listen to me i have my solo bolos and they could always send me a question or yeah those are good me but like when it comes to the shows i make sure like i keep it uh, like about you and yeah like here and there i try to connect by giving you stories about myself about my life because that's all I'm trying to do is connect with you. Trying to like, like say, you know, I know what you're going through because like I went through this, like trying to connect with you. Like I do it so you can open up so you can feel comfortable, you know, but right. like some people, they're just, oh yeah, well, I used to be like, do this with a bunch of people or I used to be this way before. And that's all good and great. But if that's all you show every, every episode, every week, people are going to get tired of that story because they just heard it a week ago or a month ago. You keep just bringing that topic back and back and back. And right. eventually people are just going to get tired of it because they already know those stories that you're about to tell. So, yeah. Very cool. I think you were saying something just a moment ago before you started. Uh -huh. You could almost kind of equate that same behavior of how a host on a podcast would be and equate that to a business owner who is, you know, seeking uh, to capture their customers with something that's innovative with the imagery or an awesome soundbite or a really clever uh, image content and trying to capture their attention with obviously the goal of having them buy their product, but then having that business owner uh, focus so much on trying to convert a click to sales versus actively engaging the community and finding a way to help that community. Now, I, th I think that something can be really said about that similarity of those two people. How? How do you help like people on that scale? Yeah, I think the first <laughs> part is just the messaging, right? Is yeah. letting people know that you're there as a, a, a conduit or a, a resource for help. Uh, I know for us, like we've been able to do that where I think you nailed it. It was sort of that Mr. Rogers philosophy. When everyone is panicking, find the helpers. And two months into Corona, we were actively helping people. We were volunteering. My wife and I gave blood. Uh, we gave some cash out. 
uh, because we 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 observed people um we observed a little bit of anxiety and fear which is which is fine but we really wanted to be agents of help and support and i think it really takes great leadership and really great awareness to help navigate a community through a conflict through hardship and so i guess this is my next question for you with your three years into your podcast what leadership or what roles of of leadership do you own now as this host in this crisis like do you default your leadership responsibilities because like hey i'm a part i'm a part of a podcast that's not my role to be engaged in helping in these other capacities what is the responsibility of a podcast host now that we're out of corona i mean i don't know about a podcast host i could just speak for myself like for me it's being a bridge like bringing people together like if i can't help at least finding you somebody that can and putting you guys together and hopefully you guys do something to help other people like i just want to be the bridge if i can't personally help you then i'm gonna find somebody that could help you you know like i want to it almost sounds like a bob dylan or andy newman song whatever like what you just said i think there's a chorus there's a bridge there's an <laughs> intro there's an outro and i'll uh, do the harmonies for you all right well i, mean, I want to be the bridge <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you could make fun of me all you want, but that's no, no, not what money. I want. <laughs> that's what I want. I just want to bring people together. But, like, okay, tell us about your. I mean, what you're doing. You just said that you're helping people, giving blood and cash. But tell yeah. tell us how your company is helping, like, the community. Blood and cash. That is like a really crazy soundbite. I'm giving blood <laughs> and cash. I know. <laughs> Well, I, that's really powerful. That's a really powerful expression. I might have to uh, save that for something. But yeah. since the last time we spoke, we've had tremendous growth in our business. And I've just been so blessed that people in the Harbor area and greater parts of LA, the Bay Area, the East Coast have been buying our coffee. Um, you're a part of that success. So uh, my success is your success. And so we've been super incredibly thankful for all those that have been uh, tuning in, engaging, listening, helping, supporting. Um, I, I'm really excited to share this with you. Uh, this week, we received a, a $500 donation from a trusted friend, and we're going to use that $500 and bless other people with that. Uh, we had a conversation this morning with uh, with a trusted friend who helps uh, Turkey and, and some of those in the Middle East. And so we're really looking forward and really excited, really, uh, to be uh, a small business here in Los Angeles that's going to be impacting a local city in the Middle East. Um, in addition to just what we were what I said before about my wife and I kind of wanting to help amid Corona, uh, we we participated in a, in a food bank uh, giveaway in Wilmington at, at Harbor College uh, a few weeks ago, and we donated blood about two weeks ago in Long Beach. Um, we're you know we're, we continue to collaborate with guys like you, uh, you know, uh, and, and also other ladies as well who have a, a really strong desire to help and to give back. And we want to be in those conversations. Like we love to be a part of that conversation. Uh, when people think about our brand and coffee, uh, we don't want them, want them to just think or chat the cold brew or cold brew or coffee bags, right? We want people to really feel the love that we have for this city. But more importantly, we want people to see it too. Um, not because we want to pride ourselves in like, hey, this is what we, this is what we've done, ha ha ha. 
look at me being self-righteous. Not at all. We want people to see the impact that we have as a small business. And uh, this, and this is beautiful, dude. Like you celebrate your three years, right? This week we celebrate, you know, we celebrate the Trinity, which is three in one. And the contribution that we received yesterday it marks $3,000 that we've raised uh, since beginning. And so, you know, that money is, is earmarked for the community, for the city, uh, for a small business. We're just so thankful that we can raise some money and give it away and bless other people while still pursuing our dream of, of providing great coffee to the city. Yeah, well, I mean, you already know if there's anything I could do to help, just let me know and I'll, I'll be there for you and I'll be there. So. I want some ice cream, bro. Yeah, well, me, well, let me let, let me get back into my routine, all right? Like, I'll all make right. you some, all right? I made some masa pan. Bomb, bro. Yeah, so. Well, we can put that in our cold brew. As you know, we did our uh, orchata cold brew, uh -huh. and uh, it's called So Baby. And uh, there's been a great a need for it. People love it. People have been buying it. But I think maybe we can collaborate with your brand and uh, incorporate some something like that into uh, into a cone or into something we got to figure that out yeah well i'm down so we just gotta brainstorm how we could do merch our two passions i guess ice cream and coffee and because i i don't want to do just basic ice cream coffee you know what i mean or yeah coffee ice cream yeah i want to actually like do something like your chata cold brew like bring something like like our chata like a staple for like the Hispanic community and coffee, you know, like that'd be like when, when you told me about that, it was amazing. Like, you know, I'm not the, the coffee type of person. You're not, no. But I'll support you because I love you. And, and you I, do, and you do support me. So I, I, I definitely value that. Love yeah. you too, bro. Yeah, but I mean, for sure, we'll we'll, we'll do something together. So um, I, I have to end the, the recording because I only have 40 minutes. So why don't okay. you tell people um, where they could find your stuff and how they could help if, if I mean if they feel like if they want to help others like they want to collaborate with you how they could do all that yeah so there's two ways the first way is if you go to our website www.trinitycbc.com you can find all our merchandise there you can follow us on Instagram that's where we mostly uh, reside online so that's at Trinity CBC on in Instagram. And then the second way is if you're listening and you want to help um, steward your finances to other parts in the community, you don't know how to do it. You don't know where to begin. If you reach out to me, you and I can have a dialogue on figuring out how we can allocate a gift that you have that will impact the city. We want to be uh, coordinators of that giving. Uh, we're not hard pressing anyone to give. Some people have charitable hearts like Angel does. Mm -hmm. They're just more charitable. They're just naturally gifted with giving. But you're probably more like me who is kind of hesitant, reserved, and it really takes practice for you to give. We would love to like connect with you and to kind of shepherd a conversation where, you know, we can connect you and your finances to like a great organization that really need help amid Corona. And it could even be, again, as, as Angel mentioned it before, it, it doesn't have to be finances. It can be blood. It can be your time. It can be whatever. Don't always give. Don't always associate your giving with money. So uh, so those are the two uh, two things I would say, Angel. Yeah, and then for me, time is the most valuable thing. That's the one thing you can't get back. So, I mean, if that, like time, that's all you have, and I'm sure that that'd be much appreciated. So, 
Uh, thank you, Paul. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for helping me celebrate the three-year anniversary. So excited yeah. for you, brother. Love you, bro. Congratulations. And man, I love you too. And hopefully we could come together or something. And I'm sure by the summer, we could cut. We could if we really brainstorm this, well, we could come up with something like something and, for. And like just our, so you know, you can't see me, guys, but Angel's three-year anniversary stickers has an ice cream cone in his left hand not even a microphone guys it's an <laughs> ice cream cone yeah what does I that say about where his heart is <laughs> yeah man i love ice cream so much it makes me feel happy and then i feel i mean everybody i mean everybody that i know loves ice cream so you know if you see the ice cream cone you're associated with love and then you see me next to it then you'll love me by association right <laughs> <laughs> all right man well thank you thank you for coming on i'm gonna i have to end this recording but i'll talk to you right now all right all right cool later darling darling i'll turn the lights back on now watching watching as the credits all roll down and crying crying you know we're playing to a full house house no heroes, villains, one to blame While wilted roses fill the stage And the thrill, the thrill is gone Our debut was a masterpiece But in the end for you and me Hold this show, it can't go on We used to have it all But now's our curtain call So hold for the applause Oh, 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 oh and wave out to the crowd And take our final bow Oh, it's our time to go But at least we stole the show 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 So now we're crying, crying. So let the velvet roll down, down. No heroes, villains, one to blame. While wilted roses fill the stage, and the thrill, the thrill is gone. Our debut was a masterpiece. Our lines we read so perfectly, but the show it can't go on. Oh, oh, oh.
Brought to you by Let Me Know Podcast. New episode every week available on all streaming platforms.